Warning the following program contains world premier certified ball players and credible interviews. Latest hottest content material may not be suitable for people with the following medical condition original phobia. Acute player hater disorder. No jumper. No handles. Allergic to playing defense. If you suffer from any of these conditions, contact your coaching staff. License to Ball podcast where certified ballers play, and now here's your host, Hip Hop. Thank you for joining the show, Hip Hop. Listen to License to Ball podcast. We're gonna have my boy Lou the Kid on again from Prospect Central. I got it right this time. I have a tongue twister. Had a lazy tongue the last time. But we're going we're gonna to do that NBA recap, basically. That's what we're going to be doing, the NBA recap. Talk about win, winners and losers. Still of the draft. I know there wasn't a lot of foreigners either being um, drafted. A lot of them either. We're going to go into that. We're going to dive into it. I think this draft was loaded. I did a license of ball um, show a couple years ago. And I kind of predicted this where these drafts gonna start being more and more loaded and your unsigned people are gonna be people that players they really gonna want. And again, these two-way deals. One thing I made a mistake on the show is I forgot it got a collective bargaining agreement. So you can it's hard to add a third round when it's not in the collective bargaining agreement. So you see a lot of these guys with two-way contracts and stuff like that. That's how you get around that third round today. Think is a need to a third round. Overall, I think the draft was a real big draft. It wasn't a whole a whole bunch of major surprises. A lot of stuff like who went number one. I wasn't surprised at all. I saw a glimpse of that kid playing. I thought that kid is good, real good. And I even like him more. And I found out he's six ten, which is crazy. We're gonna just dive right into this, man. We're gonna go ahead and bring in, bring in my man Luda Kid. Gonna bring him in. This interview is sponsored by SUV TV Experience Sports Live Streams, original content, highlights, and more. Hey, I'm just here so I don't get fined. So y'all can sit here and ask me all the questions y'all want to. I'm gonna answer with the same answer so y'all can shoot if y'all please. I'm here so I won't get fined. I'm here so I won't. What's going on, man? What up, hip hop? How you doing? Man, I'm doing good, man. I gotta get you your own custom intro, man. I gotta work on that. <laughs> I'm a busy uh, man, but I gotta get you some, one. Uh, uh, how about a Wu Tang intro? <laughs> I try to work up something. I was actually gonna use something. It's kind of funny you saying it because um, it's something I'm doing. I can't remember what it is, but I was gonna implement 
some little flavor to woo into it. Yeah. I mean, the woo is nice with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they, they did. Man, they just one of a kind, man. Like a lot of youngsters who listen to this show, you need to go check out Wu-Tang. Y'all might have even heard of Wu-Tang. I'm not too sure, but you get a crash I mean, course going to YouTube, and they have their own series on Hulu. It's two seasons, so you get a crash course. You can learn some stuff right along when I learned because some stuff I didn't know. I didn't know Meth yeah, Man first name no was Shotgun. For not knowing about the Wu. Yep. They come in Atlanta in a month and a half. I've seen them so many times, I don't even think I'm going. Yeah, I feel you. But I've let's get into this draft, bro. All right, man. One thing I don't have to uh, go right into, man, like, I want to surprise you on this one, but I know you notice the same thing. And a lot of other people notice the same thing I saw it online. This had to be the draft with the most hottest moms, I think, in oh, NBA I history. Mean, of course. On that. Because, uh, I mean, these uh, some of these moms are, uh, are younger than us. <laughs> Actually, they are. <laughs> yeah, they are. So, yep. uh, of course, the moms are their moms are definitely milky, for sure. And what's, what's also noticeable is there's so many, so many former uh, professional basketball players have sons now that are balling. Right? Yeah, and they and they got good looking wives. <laughs> yep. Good looking wives, which makes for excellent genes, which makes for a tall. Athletic son, ready to follow in his father's footsteps. Yeah, most definitely, man. That's that's one of the biggest things I noticed when they pan to the crowd. I'm like, geez. And they when they walked out, when they had them, the in, intro where they, I think they did the people who they felt going to be lottery picks, and they brought their moms out. Like, I can have to say that right. even the ugly moms look good. For ugly moms. Yep. So what's go? What you gonna say now? No, I'm saying you're you're kind of breaking up, yo. Oh, I am. I don't know why it is. Yeah. No, but um, yeah, no. Uh, the the moms are, the dads are tall, and the kids are well dressed, and they're about to be well paid, for sure. Yeah, most definitely. I like to get some of that money, man. I like to get some of that money. But let's go. Let's jump into. The first team coming to your mind was a winner on draft oh, night. Without question, my team where I was born in, I was I'm from Detroit, Michigan originally, so I gotta go with the Pistons, baby. Yeah, they did that. I mean, yeah, that was good. They nailed it. They got Jaden Ivey with the fifth pick, right? He could have been I mean, he was projected uh, some 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 places as a top top three pick. But they got him at number five, and then they got uh, Jalen Duran, the big center from Memphis. From yeah, a trade with the Knicks. Yeah, I actually, I'm, it's kind of funny you said that because Jay Ivey, he, I won't put it like this. He might not be the best player in the draft, but out of all the guards, he's a guard that is more ready to play right now, and playing with 100%. Cunningham. That's going to be a big thing. And uh, isn't Draymond Green contract coming to an end soon? Uh, yeah, and he's from Michigan. So yeah, I think he's coming back home to play with those guys. That would be great. But on a side note with Jay Nivey, even he was a lottery pick, and he making good money. 
If he's going right. to do what I think we think he's going to do in the league, it's only going to hurt Matt Painter more because it's going to expose Matt Painter and showing that he was holding his kid back, forcing that ball inside. He's playing inside out, of outside in. Yeah, Matt. Well, I mean, they had huge, they had some big boys on Purdue, but you're right. He should have been more involved with that. Uh, and that's, that's, driving a, that's a, a recipe for disaster because if you look at it and, and then, it's out now that they have the ACC Big Ten Challenge schedule just released a couple of days ago. But on the sidebar note on this, that's why the Big Ten do not do good in the tournament. They do good in the regular season because they're not built for the tournament. They play ball like that, small ball. You got a stud lottery pick was drafted by the Pistons and if he had his numbers up and let him show what he do, he might have been they might have been arguing for him being one or two. Right. On that. What's another team, oh, yeah, man? I, I agree. But um uh yeah, Pistons are looking good. I, I don't know who's gonna who do you think's gonna be the the, the point then between Cunningham and Ivy? I think gonna just do by committee. Just let yeah. them play let both of them play off each other. That's what I think. Right. That's probably smart. You got two guys like that. You just don't. Because remember, we talked about this off air. Basketball is going into a position in basketball. So they really don't have a position. They just put the best five out there. And I guess, really, you still need somebody to run rim to rim and grab it off the glass. So, really, most teams, one through five, going to be, you just going to be, Pencil man because they got to put him there because you got to follow the score sheet. So only position really going to be hanging around for the most part is the five or or stretch four at the five. So they just going to, they going to play the best five. And I think that's, that help them out even more. Really? Yeah, I agree. I agree. What I enjoy about the draft though so much now is you can really, if, if, uh, if you're into uh, gambling, which is legal now, Yep. In certain states, you can really make a killing on uh, betting on NBA drafts as well as NFL drafts because there's so much information out there that you can really lock in some good values for your money. Like I, uh, for Paulo Banquero, in April, I put uh, $100 on him to uh, be the first pick. And uh, plus $1,800. So, I won eighteen hundred dollars. I hope you cashed out. I hope you. I hope you didn't reinvest. I hope you cashed out. Oh no! It's just uh, I'm not uh, because uh, it's it's uh, gambling is legal here now. Mm-hmm. We got uh, Paulo Banquero. I killed on that pick. Also killed on uh, the fifth pick or the sixth pick. Bennett Macherit Mathurin nailed that one. Which one? You, what was that again? He was the uh, sixth pick to the Pacers right after Jaden Ivey. Mm-hmm. Because they were uh, they were talking about would he be drafted over or under uh, seven and a half, and I said under. That's what's up. That is what's up. But tell you what, I'm really interested about, and and I want to get your opinion on this as well. Is Shaden Sharp was drafted seven, right? He didn't play any college basketball. Didn't play in any G League, 
just sat out and got drafted seventh. Now, you think that's going to be a, a thing going forward with people? Because you subsequently, you look at, say, Caden uh, Hardy, who played in the G League. He, he played, and he was projected as a, a lottery pick. And then after he played, he fell into the second round. I think the more tape they get on you, the more can help you or hurt you. So you got to have good people around you and you got to have good evaluators of your game around you in your camp. If you know you're not that dude, but they think you're that dude, you got to hide yourself so you can steal some money. So on that, that's one part of the aspect of it. Another aspect on this, um, um, shading sharp, Oh, I forgot how to pronounce his first name. He has a weird... Yeah, has, And this where I feel... Because if he got drafted this high, they did their due diligence. They, even they not, it's not a, a lot of money invested, but it's a pick invested. And it can set you right. back still. So they did their homework, and I believe they do their due diligence on him. So I actually like Shady Sharp a lot. I think he's going to be awesome. I would have uh, yeah. wanted the Pistons to take him, but no, they couldn't take that risk. Time. But reason why I think the Blazers were comfortable doing and doing their due diligence because they know Damian Lillard is not going to be there too much longer. And if they could stall and keep him around for a bit longer, let him develop under him and learn under him, and he'd be a decent replacement. I'm not saying he's going to be a Damian Lillard in the league. That's not what I'm saying, but. But with this new thing where players can make money now, mm-hmm. it's taking the power out of these college coaches' hands now. I talked to some college coaches, and they I won't say the programs. One of them is a very, very notable program. They had a couple of draft picks in this thing. I talked to one of the coaches. And man, him was real, real cool. So I won't put his bid. I could, I, he didn't tell me not to say, but I know he was telling me something because he's cool with me and he trusts me. They have a problem with these players who making money. Not making the money aspect is they have no leverage over them now. Oh, yeah. They play when they want to play in practice. They play when they want to play in the game. And you really can't, you really can't motivate it because they deal is tied to the to the deal, not to the school. Even people right. might think it's tied to the school and it's really not. And so if they, if one end they getting their money and the other end they get, they getting what they get in return on paying this person. The coaches have. I mean, it's like the wild, wild west right now. Yeah, and I like it. I, 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 I like, I like it, when it the too. when the rabbit has the gun. People get. Hell yeah, point. I like it too. But my only concern though is. It might take away some focus for the actual reason why they're there in the first place. They're not. They they they, they 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 now the focus now the focus is actually on why they're there. We you need to stop. We um, we need to stop playing pretend because these guys been getting paid under the table very well. So what I'm saying on, on on Mr. Sharp is, I think it was some foul play behind the scenes. If I'm right. He has a real good cap because it never got out, and Kentucky didn't get it out. I can actually—I know some people on on the Kentucky staff. I can actually find out about it, and I should have asked when I when I saw them in July. I'm going to see if I can get a little bit of inside information on 
on that kid. But I think it's some foul play going on. Who they are trying to hinder his uh, career a little bit and mess him up, like they do about five or ten years ago, and it would have worked. But nine days, the ball game. It's a different ball game. Game over with this. You ain't gonna better. You're not gonna really better do stuff like that anymore. Mm-mm. Right. Why, okay. no, I agree. Um, what you gonna say? No, I said I agree 100. Like, uh, it's a different age. Like, uh, the rabbit has a gun now, and uh, time for our coaches and schools to adapt accordingly. Yeah, Not you, that they already weren't paying them under the table, like you said, but yep, now it's on the open. And one of the amazing things, why I'm gonna say this, what I think about, it, uh, why is Kansas not on put on probation yet, and why they why were they allowed to win a national championship if they found all this wrong doing with them? I mean, Bill Self has escaped more problems and trouble and probation than any coach in, in NCAA right now. He is because he makes feel money. Like he's walking on thin ice. He makes money like for the NCAA. Football. No, he makes money for the NCAA. Oh. That's one time we, the pretend game is over with. And this NIL deal is strictly was done for basketball. But they had to let everybody yeah. else do it. What was happening, even though it seemed like we're not talking about the draft, all this stuff is all wrapped in one. Lamar, Lamar Ball has to get his credit why this going like it is because they saw what was happening he was doing the blueprint how you navigate against the system and get your money and get your success right away and they seen that that's why they try to downplay it and bad talk him because everybody was paying attention to what he was doing they're going to start doing it with their kid his kid been a professional basketball player for like four or five years his younger right. one and, it, and, and it's paid off yeah, LeVar did a good job. So tell me why almost consensus ESPN was saying it because ESPN's God, you know, they, they got So whatever they say goes. All of them was saying pretty much majority of people on ESPN saying Jabari Smith was going to be the number one pick. And all this. So what, what happened with that? Why he fell to the rock? Yeah, Jabari Smith, I mean, first of all, I mean, you know, I, there's – like, if you would have taken Jabari Smith, number one, over Paolo, right? I have no problem with that. There's, it's it's a gamble. Who's going to be the better player between two? They're both awesome players. So, Jabari, uh, Paolo didn't play. Paolo had a nice year at Duke. But Jabari felt like Jabari had a more a better year at Auburn. And you could shoot the ball a little better. But the workouts the workouts are what, uh, are what, turned, are what turned Orlando around. But they just they kept it hush-hush. And also what happened... And there was a lot of swing on the money during betting. Was uh, Woj tweeted out that uh, it was a lock. The top three picks was a lock. That indeed, Jabari Smith was going to go to Orlando, followed by Chet, followed by Paolo. Obviously, that didn't happen. And a lot of people lost a lot of money because, you know, Woj, Woj is locked in. Mm-hmm. He knows what he's talking about. And so after after he tweeted that, that out, the odds, the odds for uh, – Jabari Smith to beat the number one pick was at like minus 2,000. It was just ridiculous, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it was the workout. So Orlando knew what they were going to do the whole time. Well, you know, why would they Why would they tip their hand? There's no reason to do that. Exactly. 
I didn't get and the end is and as the draft was getting closer, like hours, a few hours before, if you were on Twitter, you could follow, uh, you could see a certain people that they knew what was going to happen. That's how, that's when I placed my bet that I, on, on Tapalo being the number one pick at plus 1800 because I saw a lot of people saying Paolo's about to be the number one pick. Look out, look out. And sure enough, that's what happened. Yep. So, check Holmgren. He, he had a better workout than Jabari Smith because he's seen a no, big project. It's just, it, it's just Sam Presti, the GM for for one particular OKC. team. He's been he's, he's yeah he's been enamored with Chet since day one, right? So it was, might it cost was him his job no matter what. If OKC had the number one pick, they would have been Chet, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. the guy they wanted. I got you. They just. No bones about it. That's what they want. Okay. But uh, I like Chet though. He he's a dog, man. He is. He's got that dog in him. He just needs to obviously put on some muscle. I got you. So who's the steal of the draft? Steal of the draft. To me, I mean, there's two steals. There's one I like. I like, honestly, I think Patrick Baldwin could be really good. He went 28th to, uh, and guess who? He went to OKC, right? Mm. I mean, he was, uh, he was a tight. He said 20, time, pick he 28? One, he was the number one. I'm sorry, what? He said pick 28? Yeah, number 28, Patrick Baldwin Jr. No, um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But I went to the Warriors. Yeah, was, yeah. Uh, uh, Warriors drafted I mean, dude, it to Mil- uh, yeah from Milwaukee yeah yeah I heard I, yeah I heard a little bit rumblings about him but I'm not real familiar with him playing at Milwaukee he, uh, but I heard good things about he him. could shoot the lights out dude he could shoot the lights out he's like he's like Jabari Parker man he reminds me of Jabari Parker and the Warriors got right. another shooter you know he reminds me of Jabari except uh, you know he's not the most athletic type that he can handle and he could really really shoot it he had a he had an awful year though college mm-hmm. stuff like so but we'll see how that turns out and also kind of like uh i'm still a little bit high on uh Jaden hardy he went in the second round i think pick 34 or no pick uh 37 for the to sacramento i mean this dude can score with the best of them it's just uh his uh his g league experience wasn't wasn't the greatest so he fell in the draft. Yeah, so I'm we'll confused see. about that. I'm trying to figure how all the good, pretty much all the good players on one team in, in the G League. Ignite got seen and got everybody. You just go recruit. You just go evaluate that team, and you and you get your you get your pick basically every year. That's what it seemed like. It does seem like that. What about you? What was your uh, what was your favorite pick in the draft? I would say the Spurs first round. The kid out of out of Ohio State. Malik, mm-hmm. Brandon Ham, I yeah. think I think he's gonna um, surprise people, and Spurs have good valuation on players. So, I think that's gonna be one. I think that's gonna be. I think he's gonna be a steal or a surprise. However you want to put it, I think that's one of right. those. I think that guy he can flat out play, and then he played in a system where it kind of he blended in because everybody was just talking about EJ Liddell on that team. Majority of the time, that's what they're talking about. And he got drafted before he, even 
EJ Liddell. But that's all they talked about on that. Yep. That was the guy. So what? I'm sorry, what were you saying? Oh, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say um, for a rookie of the year, who do you like for rookie of the year? Man, that's a good Paulo, man. I, I really think right now, yeah, he's yeah, he's the uh-huh. favorite right now. Yeah, I um, I watched that team, and I like to meet more when I find out he is six ten, because like guys are so tall nowadays. Six ten looks short on the court now, which is crazy. Yeah, and plus the way he hit, he handles the ball. You see him on TV handling the rock and shit mm-hmm. out on the perimeter. It's like that. You're like that dude six ten. Like damn. I'll put like this. Coach K, bless your heart. You won a lot of games and stuff. When it comes down to elite talent, when he's at Duke, he doesn't do a good job. You can look at all his roster, all his players, he get, and he gets the pass. Studs, he does a terrible job with them. He's horrible with them. Kyrie Irving, even he had a short standing and then Torres Achilles attendant. His system in, at Duke is did not work good with them. I mean, who who's another guy who popped up in my head just now? Because Jason Tatum. Yes, yes, yes. He had Jason Tatum playing all. He had him looking crazy. <coughs> yeah. That system is not good. To, uh... <coughs> Excuse me. <laughs> he tries to be like Dean Smith. But he's yeah. not Dean Smith. Yeah, it, it, it's, it's not. And he get it fast. Don't, I'm not saying he's a bad coach. He just know how to handle those kind of players. He needs to stop recruiting them. He's gone now. And his his um people, people going to probably do the same crap. And I'm amazed how players, he got the players he got coming to this up and coming recruiting class because he's unproven. He has done yeah, anything, and they it. came there just because the name with Coach K talking about, which is crazy. You base your career on that, that guy ain't did nothing for you. They got a solid recruiting class for sure. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, but no, Paolo, Paolo's plus 300 the rookie of the year. But I kind of like... <clears throat> What's a dark horse? Like, uh, I give you a dark horse. I give you a dark horse. I got Jay Nivey. Yeah, I was about to say Jay Nivey too. He's plus six fifty right now. So you put a hundred dollars on Jay Nivey to win rookie of the year, you win six hundred and fifty bucks. That's good, man. I like that. Mm-mm-mm, I like that. Since you had Jay Nivey, let me see if I can get you another one that they got. See, this is not the same good or bad. They got to be in the right situation to flourish. Right to really show out like that. I mean, uh, Paolo, Paolo's in the right situation. He could show out in, in Orlando. But yeah, Dave Ivy for sure. I don't think Chet, Chet, Chet's not NBA ready right now. Like, mm-hmm. he's just, he's, he's a little too frail. What about Denver Nuggets pick Christian? With the hot mom. Dark horse in the year. In the first round? Yeah, he got drafted what twenty first. Oh, Christian Braun. 
Yeah. From Kansas. Uh, maybe. I mean, probably not though, just because. I Denver Denver's gonna have Jamal Murray back. They're gonna have Michael Porter back. Maybe Hawker can find uh, find some minutes. I got one for you to lose the draft, and what the hell ain't thinking? Is the 76ers. I ain't like the 76ers draft. Uh, I, you know, David Robbie's all right. I mean, you're, you're picking the mid 20s, like, it's a gamble, really, whoever you take. Mm hmm. But uh, their second round, yeah, they dropped the ball in the second round. They could have had um, they could have had a way better player than. Yeah, I don't know what they're thinking. Well, they also traded their pick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't think they had a good. I, don't, I think it's gonna come back to bite them. Big time, yeah. come back to bite them, man. So we wrap this what drive about, up. Uh, what about uh, who Jalen Williams? From, you talking about Jalen Williams out of Duke? You talking about Duke kid? There's two Jalen Williams on the OKC now. They were both drafted by OKC. <laughs> they got the Jalen spelled J-A-Y-L-N. And then the other Jalen spelled however it's spelled. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Arkansas get, got some studs. He got some very athletic wings all the time. He, that, that, I think that's a solid pick, man. And that's a solid pick. Yeah. They both. Um, I like the fact that they both they both called Jalen. Mm-hmm. Yep. Six ten. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's he's like a two box player. The J, the one Jalen Williams they got they draft the thirty fourth pick. He's like a two box player. Lunch pail. Bring it out and. Fairly yeah. athletic. I don't have a problem with that pick at all. They, I don't have, I don't have a problem with that pick at all. They, they, they trying to build a good solid team. They really trying to be, be, build a solid team. So man, you know, it is what it is. Well, it overall was a, a pretty solid draft. I thought. I think the top, uh, the top five picks there: Paolo, Chet, Jabari. Egan Murray and Jaden have a chance to be, you know, make a name for themselves, put a legacy out in the NBA, possibly end their careers with a and try me in the Hall of Fame. We'll see, but only time will tell. Yeah, we're gonna do more on this. So they got summer league coming up in a, a week or so, so we're gonna check that out. And uh, you got anybody who on wild people uh, at summer league? Oh yeah, I gotta I gotta watch I gotta watch Paolo Chet and Jabari playing summer, of course, right? You gotta see mm -hmm. how they're doing. Summer league is not always a good in, in, indicator on how a player will play. I remember when I watched Josh Selby win the MVP in summer league, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> he was out of the league in half a month. But yeah. yeah, summer league you can learn a lot and see uh see what young players can can do what. Yeah, most definitely. It gives you Real kind quick, of. Though, I want to. I want. I want to leave it on one thing on uh, for the draft next year. I'm not sure you're onto that yet, but there's a player you got to check out. Seven foot two Frenchman, 
to be the number one pick next year. Victor Wimbanyama. Wimbanyama. Over Scoot Henderson. Or I think he, over Scoot. I mean, you got to take him over Scoot. Right now, Scoot's projected number one as well in some places. Uh, the G League. That's your boy, Scoot Henderson. Mm-hmm. I know yep. from Georgia. That's what I'm kicking myself, man. Even I was taking a little hiatus. Man, I just came out of the chicane. Out of what I was doing to cover that kid, man. <laughs> yeah, right now that's the race, though. It's between Scoot and Victor. Yep. Me ask you this. You're talking about a foreign player. This draft didn't have a lot of foreign players this year around. Why, yeah, you're right. Why was that? I noticed that, too. You know what, though? What it probably had to do with, now that I think of it, hip-hop, it probably uh-huh. had to do with the pandemic, right? You didn't get to see him. Because you couldn't travel. Couldn't travel, right? So you and they didn't play a lot. Guys, right? Yeah. Yeah, this is a pandemic. Yeah, pandemic has something to do with this. So, I guess they're not going to even mess up. They're not going to try to come over undrafted this year. So, people right. can't get a steal. We'll see. You got to do your due diligence. I mean, the, the draft is a... 365 day year thing, right? There's mm-hmm. always players out there. Like, did you watch, did you see the new movie from uh, Adam Sandler, Hustle? Yeah, you read my mind. Right. And when we were talking about it, you read my mind. Yeah, that's, the, movie is, the movie is legit. They had a lot of it people in good. it. So, actually, really playing themselves, so it wasn't bad acting because they allowed to play themselves. The movie was good. I mean, your boy, your boy stole the show, though. Who was that? Um, oh, Mark. I'm not Mark Edwards. I mean, Anthony Edwards. You talking about Anthony Edwards? Hey, Anthony Edwards, no doubt. Stole the show. Yep, he did. He sure did. I mean, if you already, I mean, you hear interviews from him all the time. Like, you could obviously tell he's, you know, super intelligent, funny as hell. So, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously he would do a good job, but he did. Like, I, I was watching that movie, and I was really, literally hating him. He was such a dick, right? Yeah, yeah. He, he did a good job in the movie. He played his part good. good. Yeah, so he got good. him on. He got him on nerves too. He played his part so well. He got him on nerves too, and it, it just seemed like, man, like, are you that type of trash talker in real life or you acting? Right. It's probably both, but uh, mm-hmm. he, was, he was great. He was great. Uh huh. So give out that uh, social media handle, man, to everybody before you get off. Yeah, it's at Paradigm Prospect Central. Follow, don't follow, either or, it's all right. I'm, I'm setting my ways. I'm not trying to go viral. <laughs> Yo, hip-hop, I appreciate it like always, man. You do a solid bang-up job. You know your hoops. And more importantly, you're, you're an honest dude, and you actually care about these kids, unlike a lot of these vultures in the industry. Yeah, they are vultures. Word. Yeah, they are. Yeah, I wish I just had more time for him. I got to put more time in my son now. So I I, I was feeling guilty a little bit, but I was like, no, nah, this, I got to put time in my son. So, well, it's feeling like your son's going to be the number one pick in 2050, maybe? Let me see. Let me do the 20, math on that. 20, wait, what is he at? 20, 2040? 2040, mm. maybe? Uh, no, nah, be you close. It'd be twenty thirty eight. All right. Well, I just want I want to be invited to the to the to the green room. All right. <laughs> yeah, that's it'd be funny as hell. That happens too. We had to go back and check right. this out. 
But he gonna we'll come back to his podcast. He gonna be a basketball in, player. In Twenty years, and he loves basketball. I'm not trying to force it on him. Um, no, I introduce not. it to him, but he 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 really loves the game and he understands the game. I turned the what I I turned on. Oh, I was turning on the big three. I was watching the big three on YouTube. Right. And while I was watching it, he saw it. He grabbed a basketball and started dunking the ball into the, in the hoop. So I was like, okay. He understand that he got the concept down. He, he he saw it on TV and he knew it was basketball. He went to the hoop. It was good because we went out to the gym on Saturday. And there's a three-year-old in there. And my son's just as big as a three-year-old. And he really? got about six months. Yeah, he's just as big as a three-year-old. Well, I guarantee that three-year-old wasn't Jason Tatum's son, Deuce Tatum, because that three-year-old is taller than I am. <laughs> he got to slow down. Jason eventually. Tatum's three-year-old Deuce is is freaking huge. And you ever do you ever see Julia, Julius Randall's son? He's gonna be a monster too. That kid's like three or two or whatever. He's already like five feet or something. What I understand is why he ain't named on Trey. Deuce, that's the two points. He loves shooting threes. Yeah, it should be Trey. Maybe because Trey Young was in his class, right? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right, but, man. Uh, yeah, your son. We'll go. Your son no, go ahead. Dope. I'm looking forward to that. What's yep. that? Yeah, he. We make some. I start making mixtapes on him when he started first time playing basketball. Oh, yeah. You already know. Get some uh, Anno Domini beats behind it. <laughs> I forgot all about them. Yeah. You going back? You going back to the to the that's, archives that's, on that's, that? That's old school. That's old school. I don't think nobody even uses beats no more. Nobody even buys beats. I'm dope for those beats though. Those beats were fly though. Those they beats were. were fly. Word up. They were. They were. Um. Everybody in the industry was trying to use his beats, and I, once I think and once sell he sell them and shit. Like he made a killing off those. beats. He sure did. And then they realized that he. I think he realized that and stopped making like more beats towards for basketball too. And he started jacking up his yeah. prices too. Cause I looked at some of his beats. I'm like, my God, he won a couple hundred dollars for some of his beats. I'm like, man, it is what it is. Hey, but this is a good talk, yo. Good talk. Oh, man, always good to chop it up, man. But I'll holler at you later, man. All right, I'll look forward to next week, man. All right, man. Peace. One. One. Chopping it up, as you can see. Man knows his basketball going down that down the list. And he put his money where his mouth is. He betted on some of these things and made some money, y'all. So you know this guy do his homework and do his due diligence. So we're gonna keep this going. We're gonna do some stuff on the summer league. At least once a week, maybe twice a week with the tails, but it's gonna be very good looking at seeing and checking out the summer league stuff like that. And we will be having an 18 and under breakdown of them winning the gold medal. I'm trying to get in contact with a couple of players, add them to the show to make it a little bit more flavor for y'all to listen to while y'all driving and and working out. So get in contact with two of the players. Going to try to get Mr. Castle, Stefan Castle on there and Keenan Carlisle on there to the gold medal winners. So we just got to hunt him down. One of the guys wanted to interview, but he wanted to take some time off from basketball because he was tired, rightfully so, been playing all year round. 
So that's one of the podcasts I mean coming up. So y'all check out for that and look out for that, y'all. And you can find this podcast on all major platforms. Google, Apple, Spotify, tune in, you name it. You just type in license the ball podcast, the license ball show, and you see the Kyrie Irving picture. And that's us. You can check it out. Try to keep you entertained. And you can follow us at Jim Rat Insider on all social media. It's all one word. And license the ball can be found too as well. Till next time, y'all. Peace.